Hey friends, welcome to episode 142 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Dora Swift, and I want to warmly welcome you to the show today. I have a great episode for you, and I am talking with women who are taking action where their passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Because, friend, that is our fierce calling. And every so often, I may have a brother in Christ on the show as a surprise guest. So stay tuned for those and don't miss an episode. You want to subscribe to Fierce Calling and rate and review the show so more people can find it. Have you ever felt called to step out in faith and you're praying about something, but you actually thought it sounded kind of crazy? Well, today we're talking about the pivot. There's freedom in the pivot when we change our direction to follow God's plans. And my guest this week is Connie Albers. She's the author of Parenting Beyond the Rules, Raising Teens with Confidence and Joy, which is awesome. But this episode is not just for parents. It's for all women of God, because Connie has something to share that's going to bless everyone. We talk about her book, but we talk about so much more. And there's something for every woman. And I know you won't want to miss it. Connie is just so full of wisdom. She is an amazing woman of God. And one of the amazing quotes from the show is where she said, If I'm praying for it, I really have to be willing to say yes to what God might be doing. Amen. That's a little preview, and I know what Connie shares will encourage, inspire, and challenge you. So listen in while I have a chat with Connie Albers. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Welcome back. I am excited today to have my friend, Connie Albers, joining me on Fierce Calling. She is the host of the Equipped to Be podcast. She's a media contributor and the author of Parenting Beyond the Rules, Raising Teens with Confidence and Joy, a must-read for every parent. (laughs) She's a speaker and just a respected leader and mentor and loves equipping parents with positive approaches to parenting. And she also has a heart for equipping women to walk in their calling. Welcome to the show, Connie. It's so great to have you on. Hey, Doris. It's a delight to be with you. Oh, I love what you're doing and I love your ministry. Well, praise God. Thank you so much. And I know I've been trying to have you on the show, you know, for quite a while and the time has come. And I just love how you are so involved in equipping parents. And you have what you have, you homeschooled five kids, right? I did. Yeah. And now you speak into the lives of families and 
share your expertise and, you know, things that you've learned along the way. And I think that's a pretty fierce calling, but you have a lot of other things you're doing too. So I would love if you would share a little bit about your story and how you're taking action where your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Mm. Well, I'm a mom of five. We have five children in seven years. Three are now married. And I have two little grandbabies. Um, I am blessed, Doris, because all the kids live right around me. I mean, I talk to so many families; their kids are all over the all over the globe, mm-hmm. and here ours are a half mile down the road. It, it is it is a blessing. It's a gift. Um, I was in the corporate world prior to having children, and so I was in the beauty and the entertainment industries. And God promoted me to the calling of motherhood. And I stepped away from all of that. And then my husband asked me if I would consider homeschooling. And I said, no, who would do that? That's like a crazy thing. (laughs) And I don't, I don't know physics and I don't know phonics. And he said, well, would you prayerfully consider it? And I'm like, Yes. And that, that came with a, oh no, it means if I'm praying for it, I really have to be willing (laughs) to say yes to what God might be doing. And so my background in communications and public relations, I, I worked with a lot of contracts. So I, I always laugh because I had a clause in my yes. And that was, if it ever stopped working, I wanted out, no (laughs) questions asked. And he agreed and it turned into a journey that literally changed our legacy and our family forever. And so when I was nearing, you know, as I was homeschooling, it wasn't common. Everybody thought, you know, you were strange and weird. Mm -hmm. And now it's commonplace. I mean, everybody knows somebody that's homeschooled. And since the pandemic hit, uh, people were forced to pandemic school, which by the way, is not the same as homeschooling, but it did open parents' eyes, Doris, to three things. One, parents started learning what their kids were learning in school, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Parents started doing more with their kids, going outside, bike rides, playing, you know, uh, going camping. And the third thing is they started realizing uh, suburban life is kind of cool, going out and talking with your neighbors and, you know, your kids hanging out and playing. So there were some really good things that happened along that journey between when I began homeschooling and more recently, and that is God allowed me to use the skills that I had acquired to help build this homeschool movement, really, which is, you know, it's it's grown by leaps and bounds. And as I was nearing the end of my journey, I asked the Lord, you know, what, what's next? What do you want me to do next? I had, I had worked in politics. I had done the other things, been a spokesperson, had several companies and he's like, I want you to write a book. And that's kind of how parenting beyond the rules came to be. I was really concerned about the teens, what was happening, how we were losing our kids and parents were getting more and more distant with their, with their teenagers. I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way. And so I was blessed. I was able to write the book and right before the world changed, it was about the same time you did, mm-hmm. I felt this nudge from the Lord to um, start a podcast. And um, as a strengths coach, I've always been interested in how people tick mm-hmm. and what makes them ticked. And that's <laughs> same with our kids. And so it's that's kind of a, an abbreviated version, or maybe that was a long version, but God has just given me amazing opportunity from working for social media, uh, marketing world, to all the other things that I've done. And I think it's all come into play where I am right now. And I think that's why I love Equipped to Be. 
you and I both know we wear so many different hats mm-hmm. and I don't like being a and put in a box where you can only talk about one thing. So that's what I love about your show because you have that intersect where your passion and your conviction and and your season mm-hmm. all intersect. And that's so there you go. It's so true. Well, I love how you said you had a clause in your yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I might use that. But anyway, so I does work. (laughs) And it is interesting because you started doing this before it was something that people actually thought to take seriously, you know, homeschooling. And, you know, you went through all of that. And like you said, when the pandemic hit, I love how you hit on the points of the positive aspects of that whole season. And It was an eye-opener for a lot of parents to see, you know, what their kids were learning or even be involved in their classroom setting if they were doing it live via, you know, Zoom link or whatever link they used for the schools. And you are a strength coach, so you help families, right? How does that work? Well, I went through some training with um, the strengths from the Gallup Institute, Mm -hmm. and uh I work with leaders because what happens in leadership is people will take the person they can take, like who raises their hand or who says, okay, I'll do that. And they don't have the talent. They don't have the skill, but it's a warm body. So I work with leaders to help uh, select for talent and then develop. And I work with families, with parents to help them understand how their kids think, feel, and process the world around them. That does several things, Doris. It helps children build a closer relationship with their parents because their parents now better understand why one child just has to always be right. And and they get bothered at them. Well, that's a future leader in the maker. That's the child who's going to be fact-checking things. That's the child that's going to not be afraid to speak up or speak out. Or you have the child who um, you know, they go somewhere and they're talking to everybody because they've, they've got that relational tendency to them. And what I have found, Doris, is when parents start to realize the giftings that God has gave, has given their child mm-hmm. and they, they identify it, they start to discover it and then they can develop it. So they add skills and knowledge. And when you add skill and knowledge to a talent, that becomes a strength. One, the child's life will forever be impacted and changed because they now understand why I think the way I think. Why do I have to my leg? You know, why do I line my Legos up a certain way? Why do I not care if my room is messy? Why do I have to make a point of talking to everybody about everything? Why do I always have to make sure that my part of the room is clean or that if somebody eats more than the other, then you know, calling them out on it. Um, why do we do the things that we do? Mm-hmm. It's fascinating and it's freeing. And those are some of what I get to do when I do strengths workshops uh, or I speak on, you know, teaching to your child's strength. As a homeschool parent, I needed to know not only how my children thought, felt, experienced the world around them, but how do they learn? Mm-hmm. So there's like this whole other tandem about knowing how your child learns because they don't all, you know, you know. Kids don't learn the same. They don't think the same way. They don't they don't respond to our instructions the same way. One will be like, oh yeah, well, let me see if you're really gonna do that. And the other will be like, oh, absolutely, I'll do that right away. Uh, and we we tend to sometimes 
wrongly compare our kids Mm -hmm. and that ends up hurting their relationship. It does in the marketplace. It does in ministry. It does in our homes and it doesn't have to be such conflict. When we are, when we know our strengths, when we're operating out of our strengths, we free up others to step in where we are weak, two things to happen. We allow other people to use their strengths to complete the project or the task or the assignment that God has given. So we work together and we also learn to rely on the Lord in our weakness. His strength is made known. Mm-hmm. Beat ourselves up when we don't know everything because we're not going to know everything. We accept that we do have weaknesses and limitations and we learn to manage them instead of really all the negative self-talk. I hope that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That is amazing. And it is so important. And I love that you talk about it with the kids too, because, you know, people that are in the corporate world or even here at church, you know, where, where I'm on staff, we've done those kind of things, you know, like the, the faith-based strength finders, different things like that, so that we can gauge like different personalities and how we work together and strengths and weaknesses. But when you're talking about the kids in the family, that is, I think that's such a missed opportunity. And I'm so glad that you are bringing that to light and how, what you were saying earlier, that based on how a child's personality is or what their strengths are, you can help add to that and enhance it kind of like make it like a catalyst for for them to be what God created them to be, right? Equipped to be. Mm-hmm. And so I love yeah. that. And and, yeah. per, and like your your message. I, I mean basically we're equipping our kids to step into their their fierce calling. Mm-hmm. We're just intentional about it when our children are younger. Yeah. Yeah, I love that because sometimes we're tempted to just make it like a cookie cutter thing and have the same expectations for two different children, you know, like two different kids or, you know, or in your case, five, that was a lot. (laughs) So, but you know, I'm just, that's why you can be well-respected as an expert in this field because you, you did that well with the kids. And I know you probably along the way, you learned so many different things and it was kind of trial and error at first. How, how did it go at first when you first started doing the homeschooling? Because it was so new. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I just want to back up one second and say I was passionate about I, it was I didn't even have a name for it. I just was always interested in how people how to relate to people, how to understand people, how to figure out what they were like, what they did, what did they talk about? So it kind of started when I was in corporate America. And then, and then when I had my kids, I started seeing these little humans do very different things and respond very differently. So when we first started homeschooling, I wasn't a big fan. (laughs) I, I didn't know what I was doing. I had that model of a public school because I went to public school. That was the only model I had. And for me, school was an opportunity to visit and be social. And so hence my personality, I am an extrovert. I truly get energy from people and I am a communicator. So, you know, my report cards would always have Connie is a very good student, but she needs to not talk so much. (laughs) And so 
I kind of, that was a hint that maybe I might be going into the communication world. (laughs) But when I saw how my, I would speak to one child and we would have the same standards. You don't lie. You don't steal. You don't hurt each other. Uh, you don't tear each other up with your words. I mean, all the things, right? Because the book, Parenting Beyond the Rules, we're great at rules. I mean, I don't know about you, but I like knowing, okay, this is what we have to do. Now go do it. Even though I don't like following them, I like knowing what they are. There gives, There's like this sense of, okay, there's decency and order. And you have non-negotiables. But when you're dealing with a little human, things are different. There's freedom in the pivot, Doris, for all of us. And so when I would see my left brain, natural learner, science, math, always could figure everything out. He could barely study for a test and make an A. And then my creative child who had to taste it, feel it, experience it, live it, talk about it, ad nauseum all day long. And he just wanted to get it done in an hour and go play. She wanted to, to make it her whole day. And I started to realize if um, in the homeschool world, you can tailor an education to fit the temperament, the personality, the learning style of a child and help bring that to light and help them to realize I am created by God. I have been given these unique gifts that only I have. And when I develop these, I'm going to, I'm going to be used mightily by the Lord. So for the first five years, it was, it worked. It was wonderful. And every year I kept saying, Lord, are you sure? I really want out. I really want out. Do we have to do this again? Mm -hmm. And he'd say, no, it's working. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but do I really have to do this? And about five years in, Doris, I was standing in the hallway. I can picture it to this day. I started crying because I wanted out. I wanted to execute that contract and say, okay, I want out. I want to go be me. I want to go do all the things I want to do. And he was saying, this is what I want you to do. And I stood in the hallway and I said, Lord, you are blessing this. This is what you've called me to do. I need you to change my heart. And he did. And I never looked back. 21 years later, I I never looked back. I realized that that was my assignment Mm -hmm. and I needed to do it without arguing or grumbling or complaining or begrudging. I needed to embrace this and learn all that I could about my kids, build a family that you know, loves the Lord, wants to do life together, loves each other, and quit trying to circumvent what God wanted me to do with this whatever ministry that he, I, you know, that I wanted and realized my ministry was a ministry of motherhood and I needed to be faithful and show up. Yeah. Wow. That was beautiful how you asked for change of heart. That is something that's really going to bless a listener today because they might be you know, they might not even be a parent. They might be working in a in a position somewhere that they haven't felt released from yet, yet they don't want to be there. So they could ask, you know, if this is where you want me, Lord, then change my heart about it. Help me start seeing this through your eyes and see what it is that you want me to be here for, you know? And so uh, 
that was precious. I love how you said freedom. What did you say about the pivot? Freedom. There's 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 freedom and the pivot. Freedom and the pivot. I like that. Is there a book title like that? Because if not, you should I don't probably know. write it. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> I mean, but isn't that like our lives as mm -hmm. women? We we're we're out on our, you know, we're in a journey, we're in our our 20s or we're in our 30s or in our 40s, whatever season it is, it's different. Mm -hmm. And we're cruising along. Um, there's some bumps and glitches and trials. But guess what happens? God says, turn right. And and there's freedom when we say, I don't even understand it sometimes, mm -hmm. but I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to do this job or I'm going to serve this family or I'm going to teach my children in my case. Um, had I not done that, I, I, I wouldn't have had the book. I wouldn't have had the ministry. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do the things that I've done now because I put in all those years in of building a movement. I didn't know I was building a movement. So I would say to your listeners, I know we're closing out here, but I would say to your listeners, you don't know what's around the bend. I, when I fly, I look down and I always see a river usually. And I notice how the river winds and twists and bends. And, and I started thinking, we don't know what's around that bend. We don't know if it's going to be smooth and we're just going to have a great time or if it's going to be filled with rocks or if it's going to be like a whitewater rapid. Mm -hmm. We don't know, but God does know. And all he's calling us to do is keep paddling, get, stay in that boat and keep paddling and do it for his glory and trust him for the results. That is so encouraging. And thinking about it, you know, I can picture Connie at home homeschooling her kids and then how your podcast name is so like spot on because you were equipped to be and now you are helping families he enlarged your borders he mm. brought it out to where your voice which is the message that he gave you and the equipping that he gave you all these years is being heard by multitudes of people that you would have never dreamed that this would happen. I always, you know, say oftentimes when we're talking, uh, you know, different guests I've had on, we're doing things we never aspired to do, you know, that we had no idea that this was coming, like you said, you know, coming down the pike, and we just never know what God's going to do with all the things. And it's never too late either, because every day we wake up, we're still breathing, we have a fierce calling and regardless of, you know, there's different seasons in our life, but, but he's always got something that he's calling us to do together with him. So I love that. It's beautiful. And I would love if you would share how the listener can connect with you and maybe they might want to invite you to speak somewhere. How would they do that, Connie? Well, thank you, Doris. They can come to ConnieOpers.com. That's my website, equipped to be as played on all podcast players. And you can, you know, you can find me on social media, Connie Albers, ConnieAlbers.author. Connect with me there or shoot me an email at Connie at Connie Albers. And I just have to do a plug for you um, because you're going to be on my show and we're going to be talking about an upcoming project. Have you shared what the name of your upcoming project is? I won't blow it if you haven't. Oh yeah, I have. I have shared the um, the title of the Bible study, Surrender the Joy okay. Stealers, Rediscover the Jesus Joy in You. Yes. <laughs> and, and so when we think about what I've shared, honestly, as I was reading through what you wrote, 
at any time in our lives, if if we're not intentional, uh, those joy stealers can derail us and cause us to miss the most beautiful thing in front of us. So I'm I'm honored that I get to be on your show and speak to your listeners and encourage your listeners. You're really going to love this Bible study that Doris has coming out. Uh, it will be such a it'll be such an encouragement to your soul. That blesses me so much, Connie. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up and talking about it. And yeah, I just, my heart was to help, help women to just surrender what's threatening to steal their joy so that they can move forward in their purpose and calling and what God's calling them to do. And that regardless of our circumstances, we can still be used by God. That's what I'm praying that the study will help women to see and realize and work through. Well, I love this so much. I had such a great time talking with you and be sure to pick up the book because it is amazing. Parenting Beyond the Rules, Raising Teens with Confidence and Joy. And you'll find a lot of what Connie was talking about when you pick up the book. And it's just, it came out when it first came out, it was a number one new release. Um, it, mm. you know, that's how needed this is. And it's just kind of like, it hits you when you see that title, because like you said, we're so used to rules and sometimes we get so worn out, like my kids are grown, but it's like, you know, when, when you have all these rules, sometimes you feel like an ogre, like it's just exhausting, like making all these rules. I mean, we have to have boundaries and healthy rules to follow, but it's kind of refreshing to know that you can go beyond the rules and, and look at it as a, as a new approach or a new fresh perspective and that's what you do for those who you've been called to serve and so thank you so much Connie it's been great and I hope to have you on again sometime thank you Doris it was my honor all right friend will you take care we will talk soon and God bless you and your ministry and I look forward to hearing more about what's happening with Connie Albers. So be sure to check out her website. I'll have all those things in the show notes so you can connect with Connie and find her and follow along to see what's happening next and where she might be speaking so that you can check that out too. So friends, thank you so much. God bless. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you enjoyed this episode with Connie Albers. She is such a wise woman of God full of wisdom and truth and grace. And I love where she said, when we know our strengths, when we're operating out of our strengths, we free up others to step in where we are weak. Two things happen. We allow other people to use their strengths to complete the project, the task, or the assignment that God has given so we can work together. And we also learn to rely on the Lord in our weaknesses. His strength is made known. So friend, don't do it alone. We were made for community and we were all given gifts and talents and we can work together because it's like a big puzzle. I have we I have some talents, I have weaknesses, you have talents, gifts and weaknesses. So friend, when we work together, it's like we're all puzzle pieces putting the big picture puzzle together, working for God in his kingdom work. So friend, check out the show notes. I have the links where you can connect with Connie. I know she will love to hear from you. And if you are looking for a speaker for your next women's event, I would love to talk to you about that. So check out my speaking page at doraswift.com 
or also my profile on womenspeakers.com. And let's have a chat about that, friend. And I hope you'll join me next time when I talk with another woman who's taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.